Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What is good, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode. Another one. Yeah, yeah, we back. Tell them what our topic is today, lovely. Toxic femininity. Mm. Oh, we about to talk about it. You know we gonna get into it. And this is part three of our He Toxic, She Toxic, They Toxic series. Ah. Yeah, it's been a journey so far. So if you've been following us through the series, um, I, th- I believe we started with what? Uh, ladies, ladies, you decide, you decide your right? own pain. Your own pain. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we went from there to fuck boy, fuck boy philosophy, philosophy. Mm-hmm. and now we have arrived at uh, toxic femininity. Mm-hmm. So here we are with part three. And make sure you check out our deep dive on our Patreon where we get into more of the definitions around toxic femininity Mm. and some of the controversy that exists because of toxic masculinity. So we get into that a little bit more. So make sure you subscribe to our Patreon, $7 a month. You get exclusive access to our deep dives, not available on our audio podcast nor on our YouTube channel. Uh, So check that out for, yeah. Yeah. A little deeper you know, dive. A little deeper dive. Some more information <laughs> that's good stuff for y'all. And, you know, of course, we have our personalities all baked into that as of well. Of <laughs> We keep it real. Um, it's so real. Always. <laughs> all right. So you ready get, to get I'm into sure. it? I'm sure. No, this is one of the best ones. It's going to be a juicy one. You know, like, they're, they're all, you know, I don't like to pick and choose what you episodes know. are my favorite. <laughs> but I'm just saying this topic right here mm-hmm. it's a good one yes it's a good one it's a controversial one so it shall be uh, interesting to see how it does yo 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 <laughs> you know um and i will say i have already decided i don't i don't know if i've talked to oso about it but i've already decided there's gonna be a part two to this just because i've still been like writing ideas down as far as more things to talk about. And I was hey, like, oh, we just need a part two. Look, I'm always down for more conversations, mm. more growth, and uh, yeah, more knowledge. As long as we yeah. keep talking about these things, more people will be able to be exposed to the information mm-hmm. and they can learn and grow from it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole goal. Or that's just, the win. You know, be presented with the question. Yeah, you know, and that's what we love to do on the mm-hmm. show is, you know, have some questions for y'all. Yeah. Make you actually go outside of your maybe normal way of thinking mm. because hey we are all in our own boxes mm. let's all remember that oh check out the previous episode that we did don't box me in <laughs> mm. damn see i'm glad you remember the name of the episodes i, I all these topics i know we talk about them so much because mm. yeah like on the podcast we formatted it a little bit different but yeah this is just what we talk about in off general, camera yeah <laughs> so this is a getting, part of our connection right so you're kind of getting a, a a chance to get to know us through mm-hmm. these topics that we're talking about yeah. you know and and really seeing why we like talking about them because it, it's helped us grow mm-hmm. within our relationship but also just helped us grow as people outside of our relationship. Yeah. yeah you know 
So, for sure. Yeah, check out our stuff, man. We got a lot of content, actually. We you know, we, we yeah. got like we done racked up some episodes. Yeah, I don't even know how many, what number we're on. I stopped counting. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do. Uh, we are putting teasers of our different segments, mm-hmm. two sides and either or. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click that notification bell to be alerted of all our new content when that premieres. Right. And then check out our audio podcast, 11 different streaming platforms. Like, because we're not always sure what ends up on YouTube. You decide that later. So yeah. a lot of this, you know, we, we have... We have, like, we, have, we, have we started in 2017, y'all. Yeah. Like, we have conversations, and, and we just want to spread the word. Yeah. So... It's, there's so many episodes and such, so, so many, many things oh, to talk about. And check out our new playlist because I believe we have four, five. We have four currently. So many fluff. All right, all right, y'all. Let me just list them out because we were struggling there. <laughs> all right, all right. So the first one is Sex Love Connections. That one I know for sure we got on there. We got on there. Always be talking about that. Right. Uh, then we got um, Growth, Mind, Body, and Spirit. Growth, Mind, Body, and Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's on there. You know. Okay. And Notice then... how I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> um, and... Co-signing like a mother. <laughs> and then we have Photoculture, Growing Up Right, black. right, right. You right. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all. And then today in America. So that is four. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Knew all that. <laughs> so we have I'm glad I can help. So we have <laughs> a new playlist that's available on SoundCloud. And uh we started a playlist on our YouTube channel as well. But again, we have more episodes via audio than we do video right now. Um because we just started our YouTube channel really investing in that. With this yeah. 4K camera, hey! Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, make sure you check out our different platforms. But, yes, our new playlist is called Black and Queer. Mm-hmm. Intersectionality. Yes, because I understand that we are black. I understand that I am queer. But I feel like, you know, uh, a lot of our conversations are very heteronormative and that's because honestly <laughs> so many issues <laughs> exist in within the heteronormativity in itself but also um with those those dynamics whereas in queer communities those are different sets of issues and i do in addition to some of overlapping of of sachet relationships and stuff um, but I do want to dedicate specific space for those conversations where we are talking about uh, queer relationships. However, I'm the only person of <laughs> this team who's queer. So, you yeah, know. You know, I'll be allying over yeah, here. Yeah, but at the Co-signing. end of the day, it's like <laughs> as I'm learning stuff, that's what I'm sharing with you. Because um, I'm only two years in my queer journey. So, you know, we trying out here. I'm excited about this new playlist mm-hmm. and what we're able to add to it. I believe we have six tracks, six uh, audio episodes mm-hmm. that are part of the playlist already. So check it out, Black and Queer. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Yes, because we exist out here. Yeah, there's a lot of... A lot. Exactly. So, so check it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's a, that's enough of... Uh, what does Charlamagne say? Paying the bills? Uh, paying the bills, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah, spreading the word and letting people. You know, 
Um, but yeah, let's get straight into the, the topic for today because yes, it's this is going to be the good one. I'm excited. All right. Alrighty. So you got the coin. Okay, oh, yeah, so our first segment is two sides of the same coin. Again, we flip a coin to see who answers the question first. And uh, whoever ends up winning overall is able to answer questions first in our either or, which is our next segment. So Osa was over here flipping and shit. And flipping it, uh, flipping, flipping I don't shit. know what it landed on. And I am curious how this is going to work out in his favor. But let's see. Oso, what did you call? Heads. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Oh, would you look at that? It's heads, y'all. Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> Whatever. Hey. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> He's really nice over here. Okay. You know what? Take your Maryland terms <laughs> and get up out of here. You know? All right. All right. So, first question <laughs> is. Yes. The one that I get to answer first because I won. The first question <laughs> is, why do women mm. think men should be able to read their minds? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's some expectation that in a woman's eyes, she puts a guy on the pedestal, right? Uh, the dream guy or the guy who she wants as a partner. And this person is attentive. And that's seen as a good quality in men, which it is. I think being attentive and, you know, being able to pay attention to details is important for anybody. Like, whatever your sex might be, like, however you identify, it doesn't matter. Like, you being that way will help with the connection. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, I think that kind of gets expanded and over-exaggerated when it comes to partners because of their in... their unattentiveness when it comes to regular things. So, I'll give an example. Yeah, because you kind of lost me. Alright, so, if... uh, you and I are going out, right? And mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to shit. I don't pick up on nothing. Um, I don't say like, oh, we should go out. It's been a while since we go out, or we've been out or something like that. I just don't do those things. I'm just like oblivious to everything. I don't know that you need anything at all. <laughs> so if I'm like that, you might think that... You don't care. Maybe, but also... No, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> see, this is how you interrupted the example. This is... This is why I'm not going to use you in the example. Ah, go ahead, baby. <laughs> threw my whole thing off. In the example of the, another woman, another woman, clearly. All right. I'm talking to this other woman. Whatever. Okay. I'm not doing my job. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Same scenario. Because can't use her no more. <laughs> um, she might have an expectation of you knowing, being able to read her mind because you're not able to pick up on little things. So if you're not able to pick up on little things, it's like, well, at least you you should be able to like know when I'm uh, upset or know when I'm whatever. If you can't like take me out on a date or like say, say that I look pretty or something else like that, mm-hmm. you should at least be able to know when I'm in need of certain things. Now this is particular to whoever the woman is. So like whatever her top need is, 
that's whatever she puts on that pedestal of like things that the man should be able to just pick up like that. So if it's like, yeah, give me concrete examples. Concrete examples for some women, it's like money. So he should just know to pay my rent. There are some women that are like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. The mind reading. That's the expectation with mm-hmm. her. For okay. some other people, it's like he should just know that um, I was upset. That's emotion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got one. Go ahead. <laughs> now, yeah, you you see the pattern now. You like, oh, I got one. <laughs> he should just know when he asks me if I want anything from the fast food restaurant, and I say no to get me something anyway. Right. <laughs> Again, that that is, I guess, what, even though I said no. Even though you said no. <laughs> That is, again, going back to, like, uh, and these all could be tied into, like, love languages or ways that you were injured in a romantic fashion or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, um, if you need words of affirmation, mm-hmm. you, you should know that I needed you to say something in that moment, you know? How? How? And that's the ironic thing, is the person who would need the words of affirmation doesn't know how to communicate the fact that they need it. Ooh. Talk about it, calling somebody. But yeah, that's how it really goes. It comes from that having a pedestal Mm -hmm. being put on expectations Mm. of the man, and and wanting that to be followed through because it's seen as like almost like as as a way of validating your connection. Like if y'all know Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. if y'all if Mm -hmm. you just know Mm -hmm. things, like if, Mm -hmm. if if you're like in sync and mm-hmm. like you know like just mm-hmm. like we're so close together and everything when we finish each other's sentences oh my god and and he's like everything all that stuff all that gushy stuff <laughs> that be on the movies <laughs> it's all good different it's all good but it should not be the the benchmark for what you define as a healthy relationship because when you get caught up in some of those things mm-hmm. that are trivial, you miss out on things that are more concrete, like what he is doing and what you know he might be do- bringing to the table. And then you can also insert what things you want instead of it being like you can be proactive and state the things that you want instead of it being like a like a overhauling burden and some type of distrust between the two of you because. You're taking that on him secretly, basically. Like, you have some remorse about what you're going through because... The word's not remorse. I'm thinking of... um, Damn, what is the word? It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. Resentment. There it is. So you're holding on to some resentment because you feel like he should do this and should be doing that. And you're like, oh, he's disappointing me. He just doesn't care. Mm. Going back to what you did say at the end. Ooh, I tied it all up in the bow. I'm done. Whew. That was that was good, baby. All right. I hope those <laughs> examples help. I'm trying to work on my examples more, trying to help break down stuff, especially when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. um, on the podcast. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to be intentional about doing that so that anybody who's listening or watching can get these lessons and yeah. you know just have better connections, better relationships going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Your turn. I, I agree. What's up? I agree with what you said. <laughs> for sure. Um, I think there is this, yeah, expectation that he should be able to read your nonverbal cues. 
And that is something that you expect them, talking to the women out here, you expect them to learn about you, study you. Mm, that's a good point. Hmm. Because if they cared, they would take that time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I want to point out with this expectation that you did not necessarily communicate verbally. Just because you volunteer to do that for him does not make it automatic to receive the reciprocal. Mm Mm-hmm. You choose to do that for him. You don't have to, (laughs) you know, but also that's a lot, (laughs) you know, that's a lot. Like people are still in their own individual journeys Mm -hmm. and to pay that close attention to somebody else when you're also in your own feelings, processing things yourself is a lot to ask of somebody. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. that is so. Mm-hmm. And some people may have the capacity for this, like the women choosing to do that for their men. Like I pay attention to some stuff, you know, with you, but I don't. I'm still learning you like I will still always be learning you. Yeah, you're always growing and therefore always changing. So I'm going to have to continue learning you so that's that's like a never-ending process so to have to constantly learn like non-verbal like i also don't speak yeah yeah, i don't speak non-verbal language like that's that's i'm still learning that like i that's hard for me so to be that intentionally aware all of the time i'm always around my partner that's just a lot for me i don't have the capacity not everybody will if you, again, choose to do that because it is within yours, have at it. Mm-hmm. But to expect your partner to do this without verbally communicating that you want it to be done in the first place to check in with their capacity. Like, what is that, dog? What, like, what are we doing? Is a lot to ask. Now, sure, you can, uh, you know, know a person's love languages. That's one area where I can be aware of where your needs are. Right. You know, that's one. And that's a great one. Which exactly. Because that's so how popular. they need to be loved. Exactly. Right. So, like, if if I'm noticing that you need physical touch, because usually we project what we need. Right. So. Yes. Very uh, much so. Or for me, if I'm projecting words of affirmation that may be assigned to him, that that's something that I'm needing. So, you know, being able to be aware of those kinds of things in terms of our love languages may be something. But just to know everything, I think that also shows a lack of accountability, lack of responsibility on the woman or whoever partner is doing this. To not learn how to effectively communicate. I think your Mm, expectation totally. That's a good point. Totally like, um, what's the word for like dissipate or something like that. Um, Negates or just like. Yeah, totally negates your responsibility. Like, you are a grown-ass woman. You grown, adult, functioning, independent Man, people. Speak up. Exactly. Closed mouths don't get fed. Like, <laughs> and then you're going to get mad that that expectation wasn't met, resulting in disappointment and then resentment, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, that resentment is a bitch. You know? Because, because it's like, again, unspoken. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of times, if you do speak it, 
did that person agree to meet it? It's wild. Because that's how, like, um, <laughs> when there's, like, one person who's, like, really unhappy in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then there's another person who's, like, blindsided by, like, the breakup when it actually happens. Whew. That's because of that. <laughs> like, there's, like, this resentment and all this, like, hurt mm-hmm. and anguish and just, like, negative feelings towards the partner based on actions that they perceived as, like, either disrespectful mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is exactly the type of feelings you would not want to harbor for years and years and years. But it happens. Mm-hmm. And then, once it reaches to a point, that shit just explodes. So, now that you say this, like, that was my ex. Like, apparently there were so many issues, but he never said anything. Mm. And, like, I learned from my last yeah. ex before him who told me a lot of stuff after we broke up. And I was like, well, again, why didn't you tell me? So now in this in this next relationship, I was like, okay, I'm going to make it a point to come together and have check-ins. Like, mm. check in with what's going on with us. If I need to do some, you know, work, if, uh, if you need to do some work, if we need to do something towards our relationship, let, let's talk about it. He never did. Hmm. And it's like, so how the fuck am I going to know? So, yeah. So, that was unacceptable for me. Because, like, I'm not going to know. You need to be able to communicate. We are not mind right. readers, no matter how much you expect them to be. Right. So, that's, yeah, we, that was the, the genders were flipped on that one, but it's the same, the same yeah. principle and applies. Just, I would like to point out that that tactic is called stonewalling, which is a mm-hmm. part of the four horsemen... Of the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. <laughs> uh, but it's Gottman's Four Horsemen, which is basically the four conflict huh? styles. Um, I Com- guess. Yeah, conflict styles Ooh. that will basically ruin a relationship. Yeah. I forgot the categorized this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but stonewalling is a part of it because you, that can't exist in a functioning relationship because you're not mind readers. You have to be able to communicate your Just needs, like, your boundaries, your expectations. You can't just have the blank face yeah. all day and then think things are going to go well in and the relationship. Conflict resolution requires effective communication and listening. Right. Like, so what y'all doing out here? <laughs> Being mad at the fact that your man didn't know to get you something from the fast food restaurant when you said you didn't want anything in the first place? Okay. Let me know. But how hard would it have been to just say what you wanted in the first place? And you got to think about it. The resentment can also go on the other side. Like a man always being uh-huh. ridiculed about those ticky-tack things about stuff that you didn't communicate. How long do you think that's going to last? And then the responsibility is always put on the man for like, well, you know this is my pattern anyway, so you should do it anyway. And not no right. accountability on herself to be like, well, you could just right. communicate what you want. Yeah, I'm t- yeah. <laughs> so different. So different. You could ooh. Good luck. Good luck with that happening. Woo <laughs> Oh, so sorry ain't having it. <laughs> let's 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 go to the next question. Alright, next question. <laughs> alright, alright. We getting juicy. We just started. Alright. Why do women provide space for the things they want? Did you call? Uh, no. So you, you call. Tails. Damn. Oh, snap. I want it. But damn, I wanted you to say it. You first. can pass it to me. You, if you win, you can pass it. 
new rules that I just made up. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna repeat the question: Why do women provide space? Oh, why, oh, why don't? don't? Uh. Yeah, why don't women provide space for the things they want? Okay. So I want you to explain yeah. what you mean by this question before mm-hmm. we answer it. Okay, so ladies. I want to make sure I get this right because this is going to be good. <laughs> All right. Um, so when there are disagreements that are inevitably going to happen within a relationship. You're uh, not the same person. Right. It's just all <laughs> happens. It's going to happen. All right. Different perspectives, different experiences, different understandings, different communication it's styles. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. So when that does happen. There are two ways of arguing, um, like arguing to understand, you know, be heard, to actually learn and grow from all these things, you know, the positive stuff, or to get your feelings off, mm-hmm. to have your ego be soothed or, you know, stroked or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. to, you know, get a little payback or whatever, you know, to be a little petty. Mm-hmm. All those are the, the on the other side. Of, of the spectrum when it comes to having a disagreement or an argument. Mm-hmm. So creating the space or providing the space for a man to actually engage in growth work requires you to be on the side where you're listening, you're understanding, And you're trying to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes what I see and what I notice when it comes to couples that I see, when it comes to people down the street, when it comes to... (laughs) Outside, actually. We hear a lot. Hey, hey. Whole relationship. Am I I lying? You not. Am I lying? Very entertaining. Okay, then. All right. Um, When it comes to um, celebrities... Mm -hmm. Uh, movies, entertainment, yeah. uh, when it comes to real life, uh, relationships. I mean, I'm guilty, y'all. I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, usually the opposite is had. Like the, the women are like just tearing into the dude or like going in on him. And it's like, if he fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. What is the space that you want to create? In order for or him to create change. Or even if he didn't and he just like wants to come to you mm-hmm. with something that he's going through that he's vulnerable about. That's that's also sometimes not allowed in other relationships. You know? <laughs> but like, yeah, like when I say fucked up, I don't mean like he cheated. I'm not thinking about See, that. Yeah, I knew people was going there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm saying if he fucked up in a way where it's like um, he forgot to pick up something at the grocery store. Or he didn't um, uh, get the car washed, or uh, he forgot like um, a bill. Something that needed to be done wasn't done. Something that needed to be done that, that you know, something usually pertains to the house or something else like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the anniversary or something else like that. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, that's a fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> that's a fuck up right now. <laughs> fuck up. I, hey, we got an anniversary coming up oh, soon, yeah. by the way. And we're gonna record an episode you know, about it. You know, stay I'm tuned excited. for that one. <laughs> You know, just a little snippet, sneak peek, mm-hmm. sneak peek. All right, um, but yes, if he does that, he fucks up in that way. Mm-hmm. What is the space that you want to create around that conversation of that mistake mm-hmm. 
to create change. What is the space that you actually want? Do you want to just get your feelings off and be like, yo, you fucked up. You forgot our anniversary. You ain't shit. You ain't nothing. If you want to do that, you can do that. But do you think that's going to actually create the space for him to actually change and hear what you're saying? Or is he going to just feel shame and potentially resentment? Because if he has a, a legit reason and not an excuse and you don't come to him like, you're like an interrogator and you're trying to figure some shit out. You come to him like, yo, let's keep it real. Honestly, I know that you forgot our anniversary. How can we make sure that this doesn't happen again? Because it actually does mean a lot to me. What's, what was going on? Tell me what stopped you. What was, what was the things that were in your way? For real. Let me know. Mm-hmm. And then that shit will probably fuck him up. He'll probably be like, what the fuck? We, haven't, we talking? Oh, shit. I don't know. She uh, listening? Right. Um. Well... There's a lot of stuff going on in work. And then you get to hear a whole other side of the story that you might not have heard. Mm-hmm. Now, that does, does that excuse it? No. Not in my opinion. But at least you get to understand and empathize with, with what the man is going through or was going through at that time. And what frame of mind he's in. Because if you want to know what frame of mind he's in, to challenge and change each other and to help each other grow, you're going to have to know where you're starting from. You can't just assume that he should be at whatever level, going back to the last question, mm-hmm. that you want him to be at. Mm-hmm. So creating that space, ladies, it's around conversations. It's like too many men, when stuff happens and they do get like, or if they get emotional or anything else like that, their feelings are often pushed to the side and they feel like women, because maybe they're desensitized to it or whatever it may be, like they feel like men's feelings are easy to get over. Like, like, all right, well, whatever. You can get over that nigga, whatever. Like you're, you're a man, you're a man. Like, okay, you'll, you'll be fine basically. So it's almost automatically dismissed or belittled. So when someone actually does create that space that's where change can take place. Mm-hmm. It's just too far and far be- um too few and far between mm-hmm. that women do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. So creating the space Ooh. for change. That's what it's about. Damn. Okay, so thank you for explaining that. Mm-hmm. Now why don't women provide that space? I think they don't because they haven't been taught. Like, y'all let me know if you're watching. I don't know if I'm going to clip this or whatever. I never really know what, what I'm going to clip. Whatever, whatever speaks to them. You know? <laughs> or whatever I'm, you know, tired and four in the morning and just clipping together. Oh, baby. <laughs> I appreciate Oso <laughs> as the video editor. Uh, yeah, you know, if you're listening, please subscribe. That would be helpful. Because <laughs> I'm over here busting my ass. <laughs> um, what was the question again? Yeah. Uh, why don't women provide that space for All them? right, and I said, because uh, they haven't been taught. So mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, for those people who are listening, mm-hmm. ladies in particular, um, did you know about this? Like creating the space mm-hmm. for a man to understand? Yeah, to be heard and all this other stuff. And if you have heard of it, how often do you execute mm-hmm. this? <laughs> because knowing better... Mm. <laughs> I know a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> That don't mean you doing better. Woo! Mm. So. True, true, true. Just, just question it. Ch- I'm challenging the ladies to step up. That's all. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm. I hope not. I mean, I, I I always try to rise to occasion as a man. So I'm, I'm trying I'm, to I'm always ex- grow. Right. I'm trying. I expect nothing less from the, the ladies, the queens and out there. I would also say, ladies, you are asking these men to step up, which yes, they should. <laughs> uh, but are you also stepping up? Not just in your career. Not oh, just yeah. in your badass, you know, you got everything, you traveling, you got your own home. Like, not just that, but your emotional growth, mm-hmm. your mental growth, I'm just saying. You're expecting that of men, but we'll get back to that later. Anyways. <laughs> uh, all right, so the question again, why don't women provide space for the things they want? Right. You taught me this. Yes. I did not know this prior. And I am still learning, like I said, <laughs> Just had a moment of guilt, <laughs> so I am still learning. <laughs> I apologize for my mistakes, mm-hmm. but uh, yes, I was not taught this at all. <laughs> this was not not an example in my household nor the people I knew. It's rare. Yeah, I, I just didn't have healthy relationship examples, so this damn sure wasn't talked about. So, in my trying to understand of why women don't provide this space, myself included, I came up with these reasons. Uh, I think because we live in a patriarchal society, women, it is normal for women to not be heard and therefore not feel heard. Mm. Oh, yeah, we did talk about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, women were shut down a lot, like mansplaining and all that stuff. Like, um, like we were just watching Girlfriends, where mm-hmm. William did mm-hmm. that to Joan. She mm-hmm. was pissed, because she was like, you my friend. I don't yeah. care about these motherfuckers, but you? Yeah, that shit... Yeah, I, I felt that shit. I was like, whoo! Yeah, I'd have been mad too. Um, so yeah, it, it is it is an actual thing. I understand that you may feel unheard in your relationship. And if your man is not actually hearing you and understanding you, then yes, you may have a right to that. However, just because you experience that in the yeah. world doesn't mean that your man is doing it. Mm. You know, and if he is, have that conversation, please. Right. Like you were the one also was the one to tell me that he didn't feel heard. And I had to check my shit, which we will get into because it's about providing the space. (laughs) So, yeah, like just because that's happened in your past, just because it happens in the world does not mean he's doing it. And if he is, do you want that to continue? Do you want to change? Mm. If you if you want change, you got to speak up. All right. So that goes into like why as a culture we may be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, individually, <laughs> I feel like some women don't provide the space because it's a just an overall lack of consideration of the man's feelings. Like yeah. we were saying, like you were saying mm-hmm. earlier about like, and this goes into to gender roles and how we define masculinity and femininity, which is really interesting because that's why there's so many issues in like cishet relationships. But yeah, just because he's a man doesn't mean he's not human. Doesn't I mean just like y'all, right? Cry like he has like feelings. Like yes, you can't just dismiss that. So your total lack of consideration for his feelings because you feel yours as you feel more intensely. Because I have felt that way. Um, because he may not express it the same way that you do. Doesn't mean that he doesn't have them. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't take time to hear them. Right. Right. 
So that part, then I think it's a lack of consideration for understanding what he's thinking, what his thoughts mm. are. Okay. Um, and just taking time to hear him. I understand you want to be heard. But also think about how much he takes time to listen to you. Mm. Like, do some work. Listen to. And again, that's on me. I had to learn that lesson. You know? I didn't know. And to that point, I also literally just learned this year that that's selfish to think that he must hear me, he must understand me, he must read my mind, but I can't take the time to like understand him, to hear what's going on for him outside of just his work day. Like when there's an issue with YouTube or however many there are, <laughs> you know? Like if there's an issue within that relationship, how often do you take time to listen to him and his perspective, you know? And then also check in who's an external processor and who's an internal processor because yeah. that will also impact things, okay? And yeah, I had to learn about selflessness. Like, and I, I don't think you talked about it and I wanted to, what is your goal here out of this, this conflict? Mm -hmm. what, whatever's going on, there's yep. conflict, right? What is the goal? Is the goal to strengthen your connection, strengthen your relationship? Mm -hmm. Or is your goal for one of you to be right and one of you to be wrong? So this is a question I ask my couples all the time. Exactly. I love doing you talk. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it really puts it into perspective because for me, when I look at literal partnerships, that's mm -hmm. what I see. It's like this is your partner. Mm -hmm. So if this is your teammate, we on the same team. We trying to get to the championship. Had to learn that uh, too. Shout out to the Lakers. We filming this like right, right around when they playing. I'm going to watch highlights and all that. They're probably the champions by now. So shout out to y'all. LeBron is the greatest ever. Um, I don't want to talk about that. That's maybe for a later day. But LeBron, you, you the GOAT, dog. You the GOAT. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but if we on the same team. Why would I want you to fail? Why would I want you to fail? Mm -hmm. If you did something wrong, again, going back to the fuck up, whatever that might be, you dropped the pass. Wouldn't I want to just tell you, look, next time when I say this, mm -hmm. I mean go that way. <laughs> so when I do that, go that way next time. Wouldn't that be more effective than me just being like, yo, what the fuck? You ain't paying attention. Oh, my God. You're the worst player ever. You're the worst player ever. Like, how is that going to get you what you want? Right. And how is that going to strengthen your connection? That's that coach that doesn't do anything. He just likes to yell. Mm -hmm. So he's that angry coach who just had a lot of aggression and just wanted to take it out on young, <laughs> impressionable kids. <laughs> That's basically it. He didn't teach any lessons. Mm -hmm. He didn't make them any better leaders or anything like that. He was just getting his rocks off. Is that the type of partnership, leadership, connection you want with whoever you're in partnership with? That's what you really gotta ask yourself. You know. And when you being and when you're being honest about that, and and I think if you are, you'll realize, man, this shit is petty. Mm -hmm. We and trying to go for the championship. What are we doing? Yeah, and it and it's not like just because you hear him, he won't hear you. Yeah, it's not how it works. 
Not if it's a partnership. And again, if both people come in, into it like that, like we are here to get the championship. Mm-hmm. And that means whatever it is. For us, I think that's like happy a happiness. Happy and healthy <laughs> relationship. Right. That is our right. championship. Like, Continuous. Just, like just happy, you know? just things going well. Exactly. Honestly, Growing in our love. Yes. All that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? That's going to come with some financial success and resources and all that stuff. You know what I mean? You know, thank you for subscribing. Hey. Thank you for um hitting that like button. Thank you for being on the Patreon and, and subscribe to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I definitely wanted to add mm-hmm. that. And thank you for breaking that down because we haven't heard it in a while. And I yeah. 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to get y'all in, in with these therapy yes. concepts so yes. y'all have these bomb-ass relationships. Exactly. Um, so I also want to add that I think there is a sense of entitlement. Mm. And that's coming from the prize mentality. Like, Ooh, speak on this one. Yes. So, like, you know, in dating, and there's two sides. We're going to do another episode on pick me <laughs> so so there's there's two sides there's that's pick, the actual term pick me's there's pick me's who will do any and everything to get and keep a man and then there's the i'm everything i don't need you oh well we gotta talk about simps then okay hold on hold on <laughs> um so go ahead, go ahead. usually it's on the end of I don't need you where I'm the prize. Mm-hmm. Like you should be doing any and everything to get and keep me. And it's like, aren't you both the prize? Should be. Again, going back to the idea of partnership. You know, I'm just saying. Um, and I would also say that both need growth work. <laughs> like both areas need growth work. Um, but it's also, yes, you may not need a man. But do you want one? Ask yourself. And if you don't, that's cool. Just honor that. Right. And don't be complaining about not having that's one. That's my thing. If you don't need a man, why are you still talking about not needing one? You should be out living your life. You know what? I don't say I don't need things I don't need. Like I don't go on saying it over and over and over again because I, I, I just know that I won't have it or that I'm going to go get it. That's it. Those are really the options. So you can either do the work to get the guy that you actually want and have a partnership, mm-hmm. or you can not have a man because you don't need one, which is true. And that's okay. You can have a very fulfilling life without a romantic life partner. Yeah. Go for it. But why are you complaining? But yeah, that part, <laughs> that's the part. See, that little, that part. Nah, you gotta let that one go. If you accepted it, accept it. Live your life. Yeah. All right. So, what did you want to say about simps? Um. <laughs> okay. So, on the other end mm-hmm. of the spectrum, <laughs> we have simps, which are basically like these guys who are more so worshiping mm-hmm. these women. Mm-hmm. Um. Often giving them money and, and uh, giving them some type of monetary currency to, to mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I don't even know exactly how I would, uh, phrase people. it. 
Pretty much, you know. Um, but they're like, they often get talked down to, and they're like okay with it because they're like, she's the queen, she's the whatever. Uh, I'm just, she's the goddess. I'm just here to worship her. I am her humble servant. Blah 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 blah. All that, you know. Um, and it's just like, I think there's just a need for everyone to understand that they're human, to understand that we're on a, a on the same playing field as it were mm-hmm. and that the only leveling up is is in attributes that you find um valuable and you have to search within yourself to understand why you find those things valuable so there was at one point where i thought it was all about looks mm-hmm. you know and then i had to ask myself why well it's because i'm a little horny ass teenage boy <laughs> that's why Ass and titties. That's what I like. <laughs> you know? I'm young. Mm-hmm. I'm horny. Like, that's that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, obviously, you understand that they're a fine-ass woman with personalities? Oh, shit! And don't let me have some intelligence on What? Me. Intelligence on top? And so on and so on. But those are things that mattered to me. Now, if I stayed at that stage of my life and didn't grow and develop, mm-hmm. I'd still be out here like, oh, my gosh, she got agile titties. Oh, I got to go. Oh, no, can't, I can't help it. No. Like, what the fuck? No, snap out of it. You got to grow. You have to honor those things and value those things. And that's your barometer. So I think for men, for women, for everyone, we can all learn from that. Yeah. Like, seek to learn value for yourself mm-hmm. so that when you're seeking others, you'll be able to see that beauty and value within them, you know? Mm. Other than, rather than having somebody tell you what you should value and then you trying to seek that out into the world. Because that's why there's so much stuff that doesn't work. You're tr- literally trying to grab onto something mm-hmm. that somebody told you you should like, mm. you know? Valuing something, over putting putting overvalue on a category that really doesn't mean much to you when it comes to your actual life. If you were living it with that person, she got a fat ass. Okay, and <laughs> <laughs> like like what's that? What's after that? For mm-hmm. real? Just think about it. Valid, y'all. valid. <laughs> Um, damn, he was, he was, he was preaching. Oh, I want to point out that, okay, so pygmies and simps are the same side of the spectrum. And then, mm, okay. uh, strong, independent and lonely black women. Check out that episode. It is, that's a good one. Is yes. Is on the other end of the spectrum along with fuck boys. Fuck boys. Check out fuck boy Ooh. philosophy. Our previous episode. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was good. <laughs> All right. That was a funny episode. So those are the spectrums. So yes, like those extremes. No, meet in the middle somewhere with some growth. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah, again, define those values. Exactly. It's so crucial. Exactly. And that's definitely something I learned from you. Really. The values, you know, like oh. the way that you broke them down. You've bro- broken them down before um, uh-huh. uh, on the podcast for sure. Yeah, uh, I think core values. Check out that episode. I'm again. Yeah. I'm glad. That episodes. <laughs> Look, if y'all run these up, 
If y'all don't run these numbers up, <laughs> come on, stop playing. Stop playing. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's get to this next question. Come on. We be rapping. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Come on, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call it heads. Ooh, okay. Go I got ahead. it. Yay. Yeah, she got it this time. Okay, so the next question is. <laughs> She's hyped about this one. <laughs> Well, actually, it's the last one that I'm really hype about, but I'm just, I like this episode. I'm having all right, fun. All right. Um, why do men put up with toxic femininity? Ooh. Shit. Mm. Um. You gonna pass it to me? I passed the last one, so I'm like, I don't want to pass it. Um. But just to be clear. I'm open. I'm that's, open. That's 2-1 so far. Just I'm to be open. Clear. Um. Anyways, uh, I'm not passing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking. So you actually taught me this um, because what we talked about in the last question where I wasn't providing space for you. Mm, okay. um, and then for the things that I actually wanted, I wasn't providing space for that. And I would also say like um, I was raised in the culture of combative women. Oh, yeah. And that's that's that yelling. I can't deal with that That's shit. that yelling. And uh, mm-hmm. even if it's like, yeah, you should be heard, but you don't have to yell and attack and all that stuff. So I was raised in that culture where that was normalized. So mm-hmm. you were the one who put your boundary down hard with that. Shout out to my ex for talking crazy to me. I'll never put up with that ever again. Ha <laughs> ha. So, so yes, and I needed that. I needed that boundary to Growth, grow baby. because I was going to respect his boundary because he was right. And and I also think we learned this from like the first or second episode on Red Table Talk where Will and Jada were talking about their relationship. And, mm. and Will said he set that boundary with Jada. Oh, she yeah. Was, she was talking him crazy and, and in public. Him. And... <laughs> And hit him with nope. the sweet baby. She, he hit thing. her, which I was like, come on, Will. That, that's not okay. But he was like, pop. Oh, let me see you in another room. And he was like, yeah, if you continue to talk to me this way, we won't be together. Yeah. And then she like proceeded to continue to go off. And he was like, no, like, I'm serious. We will end this relationship tonight. if You continue to talk to me that way. So that plus you like enforcing that boundary really was like, I deserve to talk to my partner in the way that he Well, no, you deserve to be talked to <laughs> in a way that you deserve. Like, with love and with respect and with kindness and with compassion. Even if there's conflict, even if there's a discussion that needs to be had around boundaries, like, I don't have to attack you. Right. That's not a sign of love. You know? And again, at the end of the day, if we're on the same team and no one is failing, no one is wrong, we're just trying to work together to understand each other and grow in our love. (sighs) It could all be so simple. You know? So I think in this question, it's it's acknowledging that men do deserve to have standards of treatment. And that's boundaries. Well, you look at that. And women should respect those boundaries. And again, you taught me that. Again, it's hard. Habits are hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've made a lot of progress, you though. You have. <laughs> It's hard, y'all. This is like, I am unprogramming how I grew up, basically, Mm -hmm. right? At every single moment of frustration, of stress, of sadness, of pain. Like, it's, 
I got to check myself in that moment. And, and at first, like you would say something, you know, I forgot what you used to say. I don't know. Basically, it was like, what you're not going to be doing is talking to me like that. <laughs> oh. Hmm. But I can't I honestly remember because I think as of late, not really as of late, midway, it was more like you would just give me a look and I would know. Like, yeah, I crossed the line. Yeah, I snapped and that wasn't okay. That was my bad. Like, it was a point of recognition for me to check myself. Mm. Um, now I think you just like, I'm peaceful and you're bringing this <laughs> like you did today. So mm-hmm. <laughs> again, it's hard y'all. It's hard, mm-hmm. but I am proud of, of my growth. I'm proud that I continue to, to continue to try to hold myself accountable and change those patterns because you do deserve a partner who speaks to you out of love, no matter what, and out of respect, out of what. Thank you. You're welcome. And I say, like, thank you for enforcing your boundaries with me because your life partner, your family, those are the hardest people to set boundaries and That's enforce true. boundaries with. It's very true. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard because you feel like, yeah, those are the people you're closest to. You don't want to put up any, like... You love them. Yeah. But it's like, you got to choose yourself in that moment. You got to choose your peace, your happiness, love for yourself. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that love for yourself is so key. Mm-hmm. Because I love me some me, some me so much, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it doesn't even matter. Like, I could lose everyone right now. It would suck. Oh, it would be so fucking painful. But then I'd be like, hey, yo, I got me though. Like, I could still make music. I could still go for walks. Mm-hmm. I could still meet other people. Mm-hmm. I'm still a person who's kind and mm-hmm. wants to do good in the world. So I can still do those things. So, you see, I listen to those things all pretty quick because I already know. You know. So, if all, like, if it's a nuclear explosion and everybody around me dies, I'm the only one, I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to guitar standards, uh, steal all the things that's in there because it's a nuclear explosion because everybody's gone. So, I might as well just take this shit. Um, He's been missing guitar center, <laughs> yo. I'm like, where did that come from? Dog, I've been missing. It's so good to just go in there and just have. A jam session. Just go in that motherfucker and just... Well, you need a studio. Like a legit... Like legit. Yeah. Not just in my bedroom studio. Yeah. Those coming, y'all. Yeah. Um, support us by... <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Patreon. <laughs> YouTube. Subscribe. Yo. Help help your boy <laughs> We it's, it's Mayday, coming. mayday. I you need a new studio. It's a part of the process. Come on, mantra. Dreams manifest. I'm I am thankful, thankful for, for the, the process. process. Hey, you already know. All right. That's the mantra. Uh so I'm gonna repeat the question back for you, okay? Okay, cool. Uh so <clears throat> why do men put up with toxic femininity? I think men put up with toxic femininity because they don't know their value. Oh, mm. They don't know their worth. Mm-hmm. Going back to what I was saying, like mm-hmm. uh, that list I just mm-hmm. spouse real quick, mm-hmm. cause I know, <laughs> like if all goes to hell, like I got me and and I know what I'm worth outside of anyone mm-hmm. who I'm connected to. Mm-hmm. So I look at every connection as a bonus, as an addition, yes. as in interesting, you know. An interesting scene mm-hmm. within the pathway of my journey, but my pathway, my journey still continues. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that landscape might be beautiful. Oh, my God. I'm glad I saw it. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't, I'd still keep going. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah, like, hey, mm-hmm. you got to know your value and your worth and your journey. Mm-hmm. And once you know that, you good. Can't nobody put up. You can't put. You won't yeah. put up with that. Yeah. And, and that's, that is not meeting anyone. Mm-hmm. But having a, a left partner is like. I still want one. I right. still choose I to have one in my life. Right. But I don't need one. No. Because <laughs> I got me. And in that same uh, analogy, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't got to look at the beautiful scenery. You could keep going on your journey and then you go right past it. Mm-hmm. But like if you, yeah, if I know I'm going to be successful in whatever adventure I'm going to be doing, right? And, and it's because I know I in music mm-hmm. and in, in this podcast and all these things that we're doing and helping people with mm-hmm. mental health and and, in, and making a difference in the black community. We know we're going to do these things. Yes, individually. Like, right. We already know we're going to do these things. But along the way, we want to see those beautiful sceneries. We, we want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. We want to watch ourselves grow. We want to see people share our podcast and see it grow from the hundreds to the thousands mm-hmm. to the hundred thousands to you know <laughs> millions <laughs> yeah you know that's what we trying to do but it's a journey and and we like looking at that scenery mm-hmm. but if that scenery is causing you to stop your journey so mm. if you get stuck and you aren't moving anywhere mm. that's when you know that that you have to choose between the value of your journey yourself mm-hmm. versus that one scene it may look beautiful, but if you stay there all night, I mean, hey. Especially got, if, if that scene isn't growing. Right. That's It's it's, it's like a, a picture. It's like, boom. It's That's it. It's stuck. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the same as like a toxic relationship. Yeah. If it's something beautiful, you can always take it with you. You know what I mean? The image of that, that scene yeah. with you. The good memories and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. That's a good relationship. Even if it ends, you can take the memories with you. Yeah, you'll always have those memories. Exactly. As you continue on your own journey. Boom. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think they put up with it. You just got, fellas, mm-hmm. if you're putting up with somebody who's toxic, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you have value within yourself first. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, before anything else, you need to make sure that you understand who you are. Yeah. And I would say that definitely goes with boundaries as well like when you're choosing yourself and you respect your own boundaries within yourself you enforce those boundaries you oh, know yeah. so that that continues on valuing yourself and knowing your worth it's it's just like a, we talk about cycles all the time on this mm-hmm. podcast it's like the same thing when you're doing something negative and you're just used to being in that toxic shit mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get out because you're used to that that cycle yeah. but the same principle applies to when you're doing positive shit why you think I'm like on this positive kick and it's like, damn, why is he so happy? Motherfucker, I have been literally practicing choosing my happiness he daily. Has, he has a, a picture above his bed. I, I do. Choose happy, choose happy mm-hmm. right above my bed. Mm-hmm. I wake up every morning with the intention of, of finding one thing that I'm grateful, uh, grateful for mm-hmm. before I even step foot to go to the bathroom usually because you know <laughs> gotta pee when you first wake up but but yes before I step foot on to the floor mm-hmm. um, off of my bed mm-hmm. so it's like those are intentional things that I did mm-hmm. so the same things can be applied when it comes to discovering yourself and understanding yourself mm-hmm. and your values yeah you just gotta be intentional 
And I, and I would also say that while women get a lot more pressure into marriage, like our whole existence is yeah. shaped That's into our life goal I, is to I, get I married. I knew it was bad, but uh, damn. It's, it's, it's worse than I thought. Yeah. After you do some research. <laughs> and just having to be intentional about how much shit our daughters are going to be exposed to. Like, goodness, y'all ain't watching nothing. I'm about to fight them off. I'm about to... <laughs> Like, goodness. Whew. But I would say that some men do get that pressure, especially at a certain age. Like, the yeah. women in their family are like, okay, <laughs> what's going on? Why aren't you married? And stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like some men may settle and get married just because that's what they're supposed to do, even though that's not in their individual journey. That's not the person they're supposed to be with. Like, I do feel like some men will... And, 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 like, it's viewed as the ball and chain. Like, it's viewed as, like, <laughs> this prison and stuff. And it's like, uh, no, you don't have to choose that. But, like, in that choice in and of itself, you're not choosing yourself. Yeah. You know? So right. I feel like You men... already sacrificed so much of yourself even if you've gotten to that point. You exactly. Know? So if once you're in it, you ain't going... Right, right. <laughs> you know? That's like voting for the Democrats. Like, once they're in it, they're not going to listen to you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to sneak in anything political. Oh, and you know, upcoming episode, election day, evolve or repeat. Or did I? A segue. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to this next question. Okay, all right. So Ooh. this one. Mm. Oh, we got. It's flip. the one that she actually yes. wanted. Yes, we got to flip. Okay, so it's two one so far. What you got? Or am I calling it? Call it heads. Damn. <laughs> 3-1, baby. Um, you let right. me down, Coin. You let me down. <laughs> all right. So, why don't women challenge gender roles in regards to men? Okay. And I want to explain this question a little bit. Okay. What I mean is women are constantly challenged gender roles when it comes to them. When it comes to uh, gender roles that are placed on women in a patriarchal society. We're constantly challenging those, right? Like that shouldn't, we shouldn't be forced into those gender roles just because of our gender. Like if we choose that role, that's fine. Right, right. But just because our gender does not determine that we have to be a housewife, that we right. have to just take care I could of kids, cook, don't mean... have to have children, right. yeah. have to cook, have to clean, gotcha. all of those gender roles. I like, can throw down, I don't mean I gotta be in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So when... And why don't women challenge those gender roles in regards to men? So that means men having to pump gas, men killing the spiders or the bugs in the house, Mm. Uh, men taking the trash out, (laughs) boys playing with dolls, Mm. men wearing dresses. Mm. Why don't women challenge those gender roles? Why are so many women so comfortable with those? Like, that's just the way of the land. He's supposed to do that. He's expected to do that. But yet you're challenging so many gender roles when it comes to when you're forced to be in a role based on your gender. So I'm just asking, why? So I will say, because I did win this. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) I will say that the reason right, podcast over. <laughs> the reason why um, the reason why women don't challenge it is because our gender roles that are forced on, on us is like male superiority 
and our oppression. Mm, okay. Right? So we're just trying to be equal, you know? Mm. Whereas, like, a, a man not pumping the gas <coughs> or not killing the spider or... or Nah, that's, that's separate. Uh, or taking out the trash, like, that's not... It's not your wage being less than. Okay. You know, it's not your rights to your physical body being taken away. Mm. Like, you know, like it's... So there's levels to this There's levels shit. to the shit, right? Um, so I think that's why they don't challenge it. However, with the boys playing with dolls, mm-hmm. um, where that's an automatic assumption of homosexuality, which doesn't mean that. All the time. It just means that kids are playing... I forgot what it's called in play therapy. Damn, it's been a while. Um, it's basically uh, like realistic play mm-hmm. where they're like mimicking real life and that's how they're learning how to care for their children and how to cook and clean and all that stuff. Like that play is very significant to their learning process. And if you prevent boys from playing with dolls, that's, and then wondering why men don't know how to be fathers, it's like, well, when were they supposed to learn that? Right. Especially because... If there are any babies in the family, it's the daughters who are expected to do more than the sons. That's true. All right? So I'm saying that is a result of you not challenging that gender role. Men wearing dresses. First of all... Hot take. Here we go. Humans are the only species that wear clothing. She wants to be a nudist, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would like she to be, be out, out here. here. Okay. She's trying to be out here. <laughs> like this is all the sun this, on this your breast. Propaganda, ladies. If you ain't never <laughs> felt it, oh my god, you don't know what you're missing. Men have it easy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I love taking my shirt. Yo, that shit feels so damn good. Anyways, uh, yes, uh, humans wearing clothing is not um, something that is done in nature. So. It doesn't have a gender. Like, men used to wear dresses and heels back in the day. Yep, they used to wear heels. And and makeup and wigs. Like, it has nothing to do, with, do. with your genitalia, <laughs> gender identity, nor your hormones. What you decide to put on your body. Like, so... Check that. <laughs> okay? I think it's just the same thing. Like, it, it, it ties into it being more feminine... And then when they tie feminine, they tie that to homosexuality because it's not too many. You know, the whole penetration. I'm going back to that theory. All right. So in order to understand what Oso was talking about, you need to check out our previous episodes, uh, Hypersexuality and Homophobia Part 1 and Part 2. Okay. I'm glad you remember all these episodes. As well as uh, Bye Pride, Bye Bye Bye. There we go. Yes. She's check, on it. Check out those three episodes to understand what we mean when a lot of people need to start questioning masculinity and questioning femininity and just challenging those gender norms because it's like this shit is not helpful to our our relationships and At our all. culture and our community. Like it's really not. And I think we're going to go more in depth when we talk about gender roles within the toxic series. Um, mm-hmm. about what we mean when we're growing in masculinity and growing in femininity. So definitely check out those. All right. What is your answer? Did you answer? Why don't women challenge gender roles in regards to men? 
Um, I would agree. I think it's it's about like the levels to it, like knowing mm-hmm. that there's so much to fight for mm-hmm. on your end and your side when it comes to the advancement of women. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to to then yeah yeah, and I understand that. So it's like what I don't want is like the hypocrisy, mm-hmm. like where there's women who will demand certain things. And will say that that man is less of a man. Yeah, that's different. You know like a man wearing a dress. Oh, he ain't a real man. But women can wear jeans. It's about the hypocrisy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a difference between you fighting and being busy fighting for mm-hmm. the advancement of women mm-hmm. versus you being toxic and shaming of a man. <laughs> like, and that's being your... To me, when... when I heard the question. I thought of like the what I think of when I hear a feminist nowadays. When I, mm-hmm. I just hear the word feminist, mm-hmm. and I just think of someone who is fought, wants to fight for the advancement of women, but is quick to tear down men in the process. And I'm like, that shit doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. me because it's like you're putting. It seems like you put more energy, and you feel like you get more stripes, getting your feelings off. Get more credit from the group. The group, everybody like, yeah, girl, get them, drag them, <laughs> all that shit. Um, for somebody for like going at a guy mm-hmm. versus you actually advancing some causes with women. Because yeah, dragging a guy one day and then maybe trying to do something on a political end to advance Roe v. Wade, all these other things. That's that's different. Like I don't understand like. Why you're wasting your energy on that one guy? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And you, what you're doing isn't again creating a space for change. It's just getting your feelings off. So if it's about getting your feelings off, I think there would be way better ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm probably mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk about emotional growth of women in our next segment, either or. Alright. Both and I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I we definitely went long on this episode yeah. on this segment. But, right, uh, we almost said episode because right? it's that long. <laughs> it's, yeah, so bear with us, y'all. We got more to come. Uh, yeah, you already know it. So we will catch you on the next segment. We'll be right <laughs> back, baby. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Alright, welcome back. It's a real family. <laughs> uh so our next segment, either or both and. Let's get to it. So, as I recall, I won those coin tosses. I'm just saying. I, I may have passed you one, you know, but I, I do recall a three to one victory. So, I get to go for these ones. <laughs> you were winning the last few episodes. So. Episode over. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right, all right. I'm tired of you. <laughs> First question is. Ladies, okay. if you can meet the man of your dreams, would you, if you had to make the first move, mm. that means you approach, mm-hmm. you ask out, mm-hmm. and you pay. Mm. <laughs> yes or no? Damn. So I would say yes. What say you? I didn't know how to really fit this question for you. Uh so, 
Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> if you, it's the woman think, of my dreams, if it's the woman of your dreams, do you think women should? Yeah. Um. Yes or no? Yes, I think so. All right. So the reasons why I said yes mm. is that yes, I would approach. Yes, I would ask out, and yes, I would pay. Okay. Because I'm queer. So I've already questioned all of this. Like, there is nothing about so a man's genitalia, gender identity, <laughs> nor hormones that requires him to approach me, ask me out, and pay for the first date. I'm just saying. That's facts. So if it's between me and the man of my dreams, which I want but don't need, um, yeah. Because it's, it's, to me, it's not about questioning whether or not he can. Or like, why isn't he? It's, I want to go on a date with him. Mm. So I'm going to approach him because I'm intrigued. I'm going to ask him out because I want to go on a date. I'm going to pay because I asked him out on a date. Same as I would a woman or anybody else. So. Again, back to our, our previous segment. Challenge these gender roles. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, you want so much change. But it's like, what work are you doing? You got to put in the work for the change that you want, always. But why'd you say yes? I say yes because, um, I mean, it's something we discussed uh, on another podcast. Like, ladies, you cho- you choose uh, you decide your, you decide your, your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about approaching, mm-hmm. you know, approaching men and all that. So, That's true. Uh, I think it, it goes to the same principles that we discussed, where it's like, no matter your gender, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who wants to be the captain of their own destiny, so, so to speak, when it comes to the relationship, if you want to actually construct and then co-construct with somebody else, mm-hmm. you have to be somebody willing to put yourself out there and approach someone. And that also goes... For the whole paying and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. It should be something that you're at least willing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I as a man have never said, I will never pay for a woman. That's never even thought come across my mind. Because it's like, yeah, sure, of course I would want to treat a, a, a person like that. I would want to treat a friend like that. Mm-hmm. I've just, in the past, never had no financial means to do that abundantly. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when I did go on a date, mm-hmm. or if I did ask some, uh, a young lady out, it was specific and I was either honest about what I could do or made sure that I set aside whatever I could in order to do Or set up dates that don't cost you. That's my really go-to. <laughs> yeah. I'm the king of walks mm-hmm. because if I can walk with you, that's talk where... Talk with you. And talk with you. That is majority of the time I want to spend with you anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is more physical into me, intimacy and, and you know other stuff. But you know, that's that's not that's, that's a which. different that's a different that's a different um episode, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Yeah, so I, I definitely would recommend you all, uh, our listeners, checking out that episode because mm-hmm. we you did go in in depth about women approaching men and just yeah. how that is taking an active role in your life and right. choosing who you're allowing into your life. It's it's so powerful. To be on the the side of someone who's actually 
creating the opportunity for the one who you could potentially be yeah. be with and share a genuine, great connection with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people don't, you know, out of fear, out of those gender norms that we discussed. But check out the other episode, like Rocky was saying. And Ladies, you decide your own pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Break down a little bit more there. Yeah. So what's next? All right, the next question is... And this goes into, it's playing on uh, making you choose, uh, Mm -hmm. playing on the question that we had in our two segments, uh, two sides segment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Would you, ladies, would you rather your man be honest with you and you provide him with the emotional safety or get your feelings off? So I'm going to choose, I would rather my man be honest with me and I provide him with emotional safety. What say you? I'm going to agree with that. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, the reason I said that choice <laughs> is right. because a, lo- yeah, a <laughs> lot of what we were saying in, in the two sides of the same coin segment is that, yeah, I want, like when you told me you didn't feel hurt, like that hurt. Because it's mm. like, I'm not doing something to make you feel heard. Like, I'm not providing that space for you. And because you're my partner, like, I want you to feel heard just like I want to feel heard. So why wouldn't I provide that space? And it really, and I was choosing to get my feelings off. And I really had to recognize my ego in that, my selfishness in that. Mm. And to like, again, what would be the purpose of getting my feelings off? Because I come to an understanding with my own emotional growth, and I will say this is key, women culturally have been known for our emotional expression, have been given space to do that, Mm -hmm. sometimes not always in male spaces, but it's normal for women to express their emotions, whereas men, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, so to speak. Um, But in that space, we aren't taught emotional growth we aren't taught emotional management and that's what i have been learning so it's like i can process my feelings i can feel my feelings i can understand my feelings and then i can come to you calmly and communicate my needs my boundaries any expectations that came up for me like actually actually have a conversation (laughs) and it's like so getting my feelings off Mm. wasn't helpful to our relationship nor to either one of us you know, and yeah, that's, that's on me. That's, that's accountability on me. That's accountability on the woman or the person not providing the space because yeah. And, and I totally understand it when it comes to parenting. Mm-hmm. Like if your kids, if you want your kids to come to you, to be vulnerable with you, talk to you about what's going on in about your those life. difficult things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You cannot pop off. Right. As much as you have every right to be mad sometimes, you know? Your your feelings are valid, but you popping off, you attacking them, you shaming them, you judging them, is not going to make them continue coming back to you to talk. They're just going to shut down exactly. and Obviously. not tell you anything. There you go. And I understand it completely in that sense, but mm-hmm. suddenly in romantic relationships, something goes awry. I'm just saying. What's saying you? <laughs> well, I obviously think that you should create that space. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I too understand the reason for uh popping off or like getting your feelings off and expressing yourself. Ladies, I get all that. You're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Valid. Right. I'm not saying that that frustration is not valid and it doesn't come from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. But again, if we're looking at what we want the goal to be, if we're looking at getting that championship as a partner, mm-hmm. as partners, as teammates, then we need to boss up and put our egos aside. Mm-hmm. We need to be the ones that are able to collaborate and discuss conflicts within our partnership. How can we level up as a couple mm-hmm. if we can't discuss conflict? If all that happens when we have conflict is uh, um, I get chewed out. Yeah. How would that make us better? Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't. So it, it wouldn't. And I think, yeah, it's, it's bringing in this, this armor and this defensiveness and it's ready for the other person to not care about you, to not put yourself, to not put their partner first. And it's like, you're so worried about that that like you're not doing the same for them like what you want mm. for them to do to you you're not doing for them because you're so on the defense of them not doing it for you <laughs> and it's like you both want to be looking out for each other understanding each other and making sure that each other is, is heard boundaries are respected like you're respecting each other and growing in your love while also making sure that you're staying true to your own feelings and your own stuff and you're being heard like and both. Both and. There you go. That's the name segment, people. <laughs> you know? Did you have anything else to add to that one? I think that was it. Like, I, I just really wanted to stress that, yeah, it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. You have goals and you want to grow together. That Hopefully. requires you to be able to talk about conflict mm-hmm. and be able to resolve it. To be able to do that, you have to be able to talk and not. Talk with your to, words. Right, like talk with each other, not at each other. And, mm. and when you're talking at somebody, that's you getting your feelings off. And we all know that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're watching this and you've done that and you've been guilty of it, if you're in a calm, level-headed space at the moment, you can be self-reflective and honest with yourself and say, yeah, that was me, or yeah, that is me. And hopefully what we've just said and how we broke it down will help for you to, to you know, make that first step in changing your approach because you realize now that partnerships are what we're looking at, not rivals, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's not your enemy. You don't got to tear his head off. Ooh. And I do want to remind our listeners and watchers to uh, check out our Communication and Conflict Part 1 and Part 2 Mm -hmm. uh episodes in our healthy relationship series that's when we really break down how to um not use those uh four horsemen in conflict how to communicate effectively we really uh give some tools on how to grow in those areas um so definitely check those episodes out Mm -hmm. all right next question final question final question all right is Hit me. do women admit that they're wrong? Hell no. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I jumped the gun. I apologize. 
uh, yeah, I'm gonna say no as well. <laughs> as a, it's Fellas. you know, not everybody, but as a majority, I'm gonna say no. Go ahead. Fellas. I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts. You seem very enthusiastic about your. All answer. I do is look at the fellas. <laughs> Need I say more? Mm-hmm. Fellas, y'all know what I'm talking <laughs> But for real, y'all have a hard time apologizing. Mm-hmm. It's true. When, it's like, it's almost like it feels painful. <laughs> I, I can feel like when they actually do it, mm-hmm. it's like it, you feel it like as every word of of them apologizing comes out, it's almost like like a knife is coming out. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. I guess I see where you're coming from. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it'd be so hard. It's so difficult. But I think, honestly, if we being real, it's not just women, but it's it's people with egos and people who like are just, you know, having their guard up. Mm-hmm. And going back to what I think is, is the biggest takeaway that you should probably have, um, or at least one of them, mm-hmm. is the idea of actual partnership and collaboration mm-hmm. versus, you know, a screaming or shouting match or, like, letting your ego take the driving's, um, like, um, driver's seat. Like, that's not the place where the ego needs to be all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a place for the ego, but when it comes to relationships, it's often in the backseat. And I do want to point out that in fuckboy philosophy, Mm -hmm. we were talking about the male ego and how that's a lot of it is tied to toxic masculinity. So it's interesting that we've been bringing up ego Mm. within our toxic femininity episode. You know, Um, it's true. Yeah, and basically, and if you want a happy and healthy relationship, your ego has to die. Sorry. Within non-monogamy or polyamory, ethical non-monogamy, what have you, it really gotta die. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, like, it has to die because you have to hold yourself accountable. And that means taking a hard look at yourself and you're not always perfect, you're not always right. You have flaws too. You got trauma that you, you know, respond from, fear that you respond from, expectations that you respond from, like, you gotta look at your shit too, in order to to make that relationship grow stronger. You know, um, but that's also if you're committed to growth, and I think a lot of people aren't in general. Unfortunately, like how you were all on the fuck boys. Like I know you don't want this. I know you want to grow. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I would say to them. Yeah. Yeah, again, commitment to growth is not something that is had by all, work. no matter the gender, okay? Like, not everybody's committed. Um, all I can do is what I'm doing now. Put the information yes, out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> such high hopes. Fuck boys of the world. Such, such high hopes for people. Um, but I would also say, as a culture... With this happy wife, happy life mentality. Oh, shit. I used to subscribe to that shit, too. Exactly. That's so that, crazy. that normalizes the woman is never wrong. Yeah. You know? It's like so It's true. like, you're, the man is always wrong. Get your shit. Do whatever you need to do to get in her good graces. Yeah. And then you'll have a happy life. Whereas I practice happy spouse, happy house. Because you both have to be happy. Nice. 
individually because that's your own work but you can't be harming or making your partner's life less pleasant you know yeah you can't be fucking up exactly (laughs) you know like that's you know add to their happiness you know and yeah like if you're not mutually doing that for each other why are we here exactly like yes the man is gonna grow resentful if he's always having to Man, sacrifice himself in order to take care of you, you and you never even try to actually listen to what he needs, not assume that sex is all he needs. I'm trying to tell you and that even resentment. If, even if he has a high sex drive, he still has other needs. He still is a human, you know? Yeah. Hold yourself accountable. It's okay. I should apologize earlier. <laughs> y'all I said I had a, a moment today live on I air up. yes I, I should have <laughs> apologized earlier it is hard I'm not gonna lie it's 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 because I'm admitting that I'm wrong I'm just not apologizing and I, and I know we talked about that too about actually apologizing we need to go over apology languages yeah yeah and learn mm-hmm. that about each other maybe for our anniversary I mean <laughs> it's a check-in overall so <laughs> learn about each other. Yes. You don't have to be in a. <laughs> I think we should learn about each other in other ways. And like, I like what we did today, actually. Um, when we went for our walk, like, <coughs> excuse me, y'all. Damn, it's more water. I ain't got that Rona. Get out of here. <laughs> she looked at me with the Rona face. I did. <laughs> Like, you didn't smoke for a while now. Where this coffee coming from? Okay. All right. All right, people. You know what? We out of time anyway. It don't even matter. Was that the last question? That was. Look. Let me get a lozenge. (laughs) But yes, uh, look up Apology Languages by Gary Chapman. He's the same um, creator of the five love languages. Yeah, great. Um, And I will say when you take the test, be aware that it's not just romantic, like it's professional, it's familial, it's uh, friends, Mm -hmm. and you may have different apology languages depending on that connection. So be aware of that. But yeah, I think it would be something that would be valuable for us just to know about ourselves and each other. Okay. I don't don't mind doing it. I just, I don't know if I would want to do it. That weekend? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. But you know, I'm all about that growth though. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. It's been fun. It's been a good episode. Yeah. You know how we do. We went we went deep today. This, deep, deep. this was our deep dive. <laughs> right. We couldn't. Psh. Right. Y'all got a lot of info on here. Uh-huh. We shared some personal experiences. Yes. Uh, we shared some good examples. We talked about things from not only the black perspective, not only the white perspective, but the gray in between. You yes. know how we do mm-hmm. to get the nuance, mm-hmm. to get the full scope and perspective. You know. From all angles. Um, Yeah, we really broke things down today. And I think if you're someone who's on the side of being someone who's toxic um, within their femininity, I think you listening to this and hearing this podcast might challenge your your own thoughts Mm -hmm. and uh, behaviors to be better. You know, to improve, to level up, like we've been saying. Um, If not, if you're like, fuck all that shit... And, you know, you don't like us for challenging you. And I know I also did my job. Because <laughs> that trigger is, you know, a response to you being challenged. Which probably hasn't happened a lot in your life. 
And Which if is you why were you're committed toxic. to growth, <laughs> you would take a moment to register what's going on and why are you growing defensiveness. Yeah. But I digress. I hope that the, the knowledge does help those who are open to it. Yes. And those who are listening and are open to it, thank you for listening so much. Thank you. We appreciate you yes. and we appreciate you being brave enough to challenge your own Yo. cycles and, and ways of, of normally being. Because you know? takes it Mark. takes a lot of work. Mark. Like the status, Effort, the status time. quo of what you've learned awareness. might not have been good. Mm-hmm. So, for you to break those cycles, I'm proud of you for even even yes. trying. You yes. know, so we, shout out to you. We need more people who are trying to break these generational trauma patterns and have happy and healthy relationships. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. It's your girl, Rocky. And your boy, Oso. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. All right. You already know. Peace. And love. Always. (laughs) We out.